Yeah, I guess we, we're here. <laughs> okay. This is Third Letter Show, you know? Powered by Billionaire Think Tank. This is the podcast. Billionaire Think Tank podcast, you know. <laughs> and I'm DJ Third Letter. <clears throat> All right. Get some smoke in the bitch. Get smoky. Let's get smoky. <clears throat> All right. Third letter show, take one, two, and three. What it do, what the business is. This is the third letter show, powered to you by Billionaire Think Tank Podcast. And, you know, it's it's, it's great to be here, you know. Um, this is my first episode, you know, so... We'll be having a lot of changes going on this first couple of episodes, you know. We're just testing the waters out, you know. Um, we're, we're still in major production for this show. So, by the time you hear this show, we might have like 10 shows already done. But, uh, you know, we have to start from somewhere, you know. Um, this is totally brand new. And uh, one of the main reasons to start this podcast was so you can start brand new with me, you know, uh, from day one, you know, uh, we put this podcast together to so the average person can kind of, you know, take the same steps I'm taking to, you know, not only get my mind right, to get my money right to get my health right, uh, to get my family right, uh, to get my relationship life right, uh, to keep my entrepreneurial skills going right, you know, um, I mean, and, you know, I'm on a journey, me personally, I'm on a journey, and we put this together for the people who's on a journey too, and, you know, y'all come on a journey with me, <laughs> for real. Uh, who am I? Uh, okay, uh, DJ Third Letter. Uh, the name started with Casper. Um, way back in 1999, I was in Oklahoma. I was the first independent rapper, gangster rapper, however you want to say it, to come out of Oklahoma City. You know, we, uh, Shout out and rest in peace to Dante Patterson. He, um, you know, hooked us up with Dill in Atlanta, Georgia with 404 Music Group. And this is way back in the day. This is like when it wasn't no, uh, wasn't no Apple Music. It wasn't no FYE. You know, it wasn't Apple Music. It wasn't Spotify. You know, you couldn't get it, get you couldn't get music online. This is back when we had warehouse music, FYE. You know, you had to like really press up a CD and go out there and sell them. 
and I had got a deal and we and, and I was the first because I was, you know, one of the first you could go into the store and my CDs was in there, posters, you know, I had it from Oklahoma all the way to Atlanta. So we covered, you know, Louisiana, we covered Tennessee, Georgia, Oklahoma, Kansas, you know, so yeah, real early, you know, I I connected with the entrepreneur bug, you know, might I say, you know, this is back when they used to give you you know, a booklet of record stores, you know, and uh, tell you, hey, we're going to give you some promo CDs. I need you to call these stores, uh, fax them your one sheet, and either pay us to, to hit up the stores or do them yourself. And uh, I was part of a great team that we just, you know, filled up the gas tank and literally went out and shook hands to every store that was in that booklet you know from oklahoma to uh texas and you know so that was back then uh the rapping was cool with me but uh at the same time you know my situation in life you know i i love the rap i love the music but you know we was in the woods struggling you know so Rapping just didn't really do it for me back way back then, you know, um, loved it, you know, did it for a long time. But deep down, it, I, I just wanted something more, you know. So that's when, you know, uh, my brother, rest in peace, keep bringing his name up. But you'll hear his name a lot in my podcast, you know, because one of the things I'm keep his name alive because he taught me a whole lot. And that's Dante Patterson. And. You know, I, I started looking up to him and I, and I and I wanted to be behind the scenes. You know, I want to see, you know, who cuts the checks, you know what I'm saying? Because I was because me coming in as a rapper, I, I learned early, like, damn, it's like 10 people get their checks for me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, although rappers make millions, don't get it twisted. Once the checks come, the checks are good. But, you know, it's hit or miss. And I wanted to be somewhere solid. I, I didn't want to hit or miss. I wanted to make sure I got my check. You know, so I started working with TVT Records, Street Team. You know, I worked with Lil John, Snoop Dogg, and the East Side Boys. Snoop Dogg and the East Side Boys. I worked with Lil John and the East Side Boys. Lil John and the East Side Boys and uh, Snoop Dogg and the East Siders. Um, you know, worked with TVT Records for the Street Team, held down Oklahoma. Uh, got caught up into some street shit, you know, um, got fired from that job, uh, but I kept going and, uh, Dante came back, uh, got us with Death Row Records, you know, we did the Two Gangsters for Radio, uh, went on tour with them, you know, seen a whole lot, uh, and, you know, and I always loved music, I, I always listened to music, I always did my research in music. And I feel like, you know, because a lot of people network with me and they love to talk with me and things like that. So I felt like, man, you know, I want to talk to the people. I, I like educating. I like talking, you know, just like talking, period. You know, from rapping all them years, I guess. I just like talking. So um, I went to school for American Broadcasting School. You know, I went to American Broadcasting School in Midwest City, Oklahoma, and aced it. You know, um, 
and I, 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 and, and, and from the time where I was traveling and meeting people, you know, I was just kind of like ahead of my time at the time. So, um, that great person, you know, shout out to DJ Eddie Brosco, you know, he was like, man, you know, we got this trendsetter thing going, you know, I see the way you move it in these streets. So, uh, you know, come fuck with us, you know what I'm saying? And at the time, it was DJ Eddie Brosco, Jay Poe, and Hezekiah. You know, we, we all got together with us four, and we just created the Trendsetters at the time. That was, that was the name of the clique. And, you know, from there, it just, man, uh, I got put on to Power 103.5 KVSP. You know, went in there, talked with Terry Monday. You know, he was like, you know, I, I, I see the change that you're making. You know, uh, he, he gave me a shot, and I, I, I took that shot, and I did it well. You know what I'm saying? And that's when the original Third Letter Show was created at KVSP Power 103.5. And at the time, you know, we just... We, we had the streets, we had the radio just on smash, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, wonderful time. Y'all, you, you'll be hearing about that in this podcast, you know. I don't want to get all deep and shit right now because it's just the introduction podcast. And I'm just, like, giving y'all something to hear, giving y'all something to vibe to, you know. And, and you know, we just going from there. So, uh, just just understand that I'm not really, you know, I'm touching shit, but... That's what the podcast is for. We're going to have a whole lot more shit to talk about on the episodes to come. So, uh, but where was I? Hold on. Uh, in my podcast, you know, I will be smoking. And hopefully, by the second season, I'll stop smoking black and mouths, you know. But uh, we do smoke medical cannabis on our show, you know. Uh, I do have my medical card. Yes, I do. I do. Uh, and we'll be talking about that. We'll be discussing a lot about medical cannabis, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, where was I? Power 3.5. Did that for five, six years. Uh, went on to, uh, you know, once again, you know, personal life took over, uh, moved to Houston, Texas, um, met another great guy and this this name you'll also hear a lot you'll also hear from him a lot on this podcast show uh met a great guy tj boss game entertainment um man i'm gonna tell you that story in the podcast is to come uh hooked up with him man took the houston by storm man uh that's and you know i, I and i went from oklahoma to houston and i worked for distribution companies imagine that i got into distribution and I had my own office in these distribution companies. You know, the artists would have to come to me and I'll go out and scout artists for these distribution companies. This is before, once again, before Napster, before all that. You know, back when Southwest was doing it, uh, the Bay had their own distribution company. You know, I work for distribution companies. And I ain't going to say those names right now, but I will discuss those in podcasts to come. When we talk about distribution, when we talk about things like that. But uh, I was working for distribution companies in Houston, Texas, hooked up with TJ. Man, uh, life changed, really. You know, I, I really seen the industry, industry 
from from Houston standpoint, you know. Uh, now, take in mind, we've been to California. I've been to California before. That I'm from. I'm born in San Francisco, California, and I traveled to Cali. I, I've traveled all around, you know, just with the music. And um, but this was different because it was I I was traveling around as an executive, you know, and uh, hooked up with my partner Rayface. Shout out to Rayface in Houston, Texas. Uh, I actually hooked up with PJ the Rap Hustler, but I'm but I'm saving these little stories. But I just gotta keep the story going, and I want it to be accurate because this is the first introduction. And some of this shit I don't want to repeat over and over and over again, you know. But I actually hooked up with PJ the Rap Hustler, started managing him, and uh, from there I met Rayface, and. Uh, this was back in Houston where, you know, you had to really grind to get it. You know, wasn't no easy, nothing. Uh, hooked up with Rayface, started working with the Boss Hawk Outlaws, you know, meeting the J-Dogs, Slim Thugs, and, and, you know, just everybody. You know, DJ Mr. Rogers, it's a whole lot of great people. And uh, Trade the Truth, you know, real close minded. You're going to hear about that too. I got stories. You know, I will be having like storytelling time. Where I tell you stories of shit that I've been through. You know, I've, I've seen a lot. I like to say I've seen a whole lot from the eyes of an Oklahoma guy. A lot of people would be like, how did you do all this from Oklahoma? You know, and I guess that's why I got my own podcast show. And I just want to be able to talk and be able to let people know how I did it. But uh, anyway, went to Houston. Uh, man, it was a great time. But that was around the time still growing up. Remember, I went to Houston on personal problems. You know, sometimes personal problems do not go away just because uh, your your business is doing good. You know, and we'll talk about that too. See, that's part of the relationship and life side of the podcast that we'll talk about. You know, um, so eventually uh, had to leave Houston. Um, uh, when I left Houston, that's when I was, you know, the music entertainment, the entertainment. I, you know, Houston just showed me so much. I did so much, and when I when when I moved from Houston, I just felt like I lost entertainment. Uh, not necessarily lost it, but you know, the drive. The I was tired, personally. You know, uh, just tired, and so. I wanted something different and everybody knows you know when you're trying to change your lifestyle it's the worst especially when you're from the streets <laughs> when you're from the streets and you're trying to change your life it's the worst because that transition is a motherfucker man you know and I went through a whole lot in that transition of you know imagine doing all that in life and then having to get your first job <laughs> you know, uh, man, it, it it was a long chase, you know. Um, but I got it right, and uh, from there, I just, uh, I just really, you know, uh, I I started from the bottom for real. You know, I really did. You know, working three, four jobs, uh, got into trucks and logistics. Trucks and logistics. That's when uh, medical marijuana came uh, legal in Oklahoma. It's like you know what? 
And we're going to talk about trucks and logistics too. Uh, the, the good times, the bad times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, I, you know, I had some good people around me, motivate me. You know, I said, you know, I'm going to jump into the medical cannabis industry. You know, um, start me a dispensary. You know, so I started the dispensary and got back on the grind. And for some reason, radio came back to me. You know, shout out to KJMZ. You know, uh, got back on the radio uh, with the third letter show. And that brings us here, man. We're podcasting about it. We got a whole lot to talk about, you know. Um, and that's a, that, that's about me, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I, I, I think I kind of, I took you through my life real quick, real quick. You know, that was like 10, 15 minutes of a real fast forward, you feel me? So I hope, I hope you caught on to what I'm saying. But now as I tell you about me let me tell you about this podcast you know I I spoke earlier about you know creating this podcast to have people uh level up strive with me you know and throughout everything that I've done a longevity means of money is all I've always been trying to chase that you know uh chase things that make money and In the process of having a dispensary, you know, now a lot of people talk about stocks, options, and everything like that, right? I've always been interested, you know, because I've always been like a computer nerd. I've always done shit. So, you know, stocks always intrigued me, but I never wanted to, like, learn about it, you know? Um, but people around me got to want to do credit. This is back, you know, when COVID first hit. People trying to learn how to do credit, trying to learn how to do all this shit. And I just got intrigued because I've seen a lot more black people doing it. A lot more black people involved, and it was making it look cool again. And I've always felt like I'd be that cool stock person. But back in the 80s, 90s, in the early 2000s, that, that just wasn't cool. Just wasn't, you know. Uh, we'll talk about that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that and see if I was just blind or am, am I true with that. But. I just got to getting interested, seeing a lot more people doing it, and uh, got into it, you know. Uh, First, I started trying to learn how to do credit and try to get credit right. Uh, Hey, credit was fun, you know. Uh, From the credit game, you know, of course, real estate, things like that coming to make it. It's like, you know, what is they doing to get this money to do all this? Like, how can I learn to get this money? And a person came to me and was like, Tommy came to me, and, and you'll be talking to him too. You know, he'll be in the podcast. I introduce him later, but he came to me. He was like, "Man, I'm doing stocks. I'm getting in on the stock market." And I'm like, "I'm intrigued because you know, I thought I'd be the first person to say I'm in stocks." And he he told me, "You know, I'm getting into stocks." And you know, he broke it down to me. So of course, you know, I had to give me a Robin Hood account. You know, saying that put some money into it and and i just got to learn because anything that i do you know anything that i do i want to do it to the fullest i'm gonna learn i'm gonna read about it i'm gonna stay up all night i'm gonna just i'm gonna spend money on schools classes and just try to master it you know so that's what happened with the stocks so the average person wants to just 
say let's do stocks you know i'm put money in here i'm gonna let it sit for five ten years i'm gonna watch the money go boom that's what we learn about stocks right so i i never forget it was back when amc targeted and i had just started trying to play with stocks and amc just boom now the night before you know i'm sitting there talking and i'm like I was reading and and I learned like oh you know what AMC is about to take off you know I think I was on stock twits or something you know and I'm looking for names because you know I'm, I'm new into it so I'm actually looking for names and stocks trying to invest my fifty hundred dollars on you know what I'm saying so uh, AMC I, I ran into AMC so I put money in the AMC, and the next day, AMC just jumped up, boom, and I'm like, I'm hype. I'm telling everybody, like, oh, man, the stock game, I, I know it. This is what it is. Uh, I, I'm good at it. AMC shooting up. I'm jumping all up around. I think AMC went up from $28 to, like, $60, $70 that day, right? Take in mind, I ain't never did stock, nothing like that, so... For the people out there that done this stock for a long time, don't judge me, you know. So, and I'm just jumping up around thinking hype. And I, t I called one of my mentors in, in, in stocks, you know, the one of the guys who I would call on the phone to learn about stocks. And I told him, I said, man, I got AMC. It's jumped up. And he looked at me Well, we was on the phone and he said, uh, man, you would have really made money if you would have traded the options. And me wanting to know everything and thinking I know everything when he told me that I was stuck because he was like I would have made more money and I'm like I, I thought this is how you make the most money you know and and I asked him like what do you mean trading the option of the stock and he broke it down to me but I learned in trading options a lot of people don't like to tell you about options they, they're, they're going to tell you a whole lot of times stick to your uh your trading plan Make your own trading plan because it, it works because, you know, trading options work with emotions and things like that. So they're going to tell you stick to your own trading plan. And so that's kind of like how he he got me in the game. You know, you just man stick to your own plan uh, and just start from there. So I got to learning, you know, Googling, doing everything, trading, trading, trading. And but he gave me a, a, a major word. He said swing trading. And actually, at the time, actually at the time, his his version of swing trading is really leap trading, because he was telling me to trade the options, but you know, do it for like a year out. And that's what I was doing, but I didn't know shit about charts. I don't know about that. He was telling me about it, but I'm running. I'm racing. I'm like, okay, well, let me just trade some options on Robin Hood, you know? And my shit was tanking. Ooh, ooh it was ugly. And, uh, and I told him, I said, man, I don't want to put my money in these options and wait for a year to get paid. Like, I'm trying to, like, quit my job, and I'm trying to, like... I'm a hustler. How can I get into this shit and make me some fast cash and longevity-wise, you know? Uh, 
and I have, he was just like, you know, you, you know, he told me, you know, be patient, but I'm not patient. So I Google, 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 Google. I learned about day trading, and and then I learned the real meaning meaning of swing trading. So, damn. So when I really jumped into swing trading, I'm like, man, this is it. This is it. You know, I can put money in here. If I want to, I can get paid the next day. If I want to, I pay next week. But I can control when I make this money. If I learn it right, if I learn my charts, if I learn how to uh, use my indicators right and everything like that. So, make a long story short, because this is the introduction, I got into trading options. And I've always, and I, now one of the guys that brought me on, you know, he's a mentor and I'm somewhat a mentor too. And when I started learning about trading options, I, I'm just at my age now. I just wish I could have I could have told the homies this back in the day. You know, I probably have a lot less homies in a penitentiary, a lot less homies dead, or even more homies with more shit. You know, if we could have sat up and talked about trading options more than street shit. You feel me? So all this is happening at the same time getting the job for the radio all this shit so i don't know it's just i I wanted to bring this podcast together and i wanted to like direct my energy of what i talk about to the people and i wanted everybody to take this journey with me because i'm not saying i'm the best i'm not saying i know everything i'm still learning i'm like really i'm still like you know they say you need to take at least 25 paper trades I am at my 30th paper trade, and I'm ready to go all in now. So that'll let you know how fresh I am. So I say that to say I'm not here to school you. I'm not here to say, oh, I know everything, none of that. I'm just like, you know, let's learn together. And that's how I hooked up with Billionaire Think Tank. Billionaire Think Tank is is an entrepreneur club. You know, uh, I, I don't think it's enough out here. You know, people coming together entrepreneurs coming together uh expanding their brains and let, let, let let's start going in on the stocks let's go in on real estate let's you know a group of us go the same way we you do in the streets and a group of us will join together for gang activities or street activities or any activities so me personally i'm like you know being that i'm starting i don't want to like close nobody out you know so ran into being their think tank uh the connection was right you know actually i'm a co-founder of that so what i will say set up and we created being their think tank and it's it's so purpose it's just so you know a lot of people in the hood a lot of people around you might say oh man you learn all this you don't want to get a game up well look check me out we're gonna do this podcast we're gonna bring everything together and we're giving the game up. But the only thing about it is you got to go with me. Yeah, I, I know we all heard about the bridge and the gap with Snoop Dogg, that meme that goes around. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's talking to ASAP Rocky. He say, you know, how do you bring a homie up? You know, you don't. You know, you you have to stay going to the top. And because everybody can't go to the top with you. And the people at the bottom, if they want to come to the top they got to grow with you you can't come to the top and get them they have to come up and 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 that's what's called bridging the gap and uh
as you can see hold on hold on for a moment and pause hey let me let me call you right back i'm recording it Okay, we're back, you know. And this is shit. I might pause that. I might not. Because this is the first episode, so I, I want everything to feel real. I really do. I don't know how I'm going to get this angle, but I want everything to feel real. So let's jump back into the story. Uh, So, yeah. So basically, I created Being There Think Tank. It might have just one person on it. I might not ever get nobody on it. I don't know. But you cannot say... That DJ Third Letter is not here trying to get a game. If you want to learn, you can learn with me. Because a year from now, I'm going to learn. I'm going to know. Be full-time trader. We're going to be on the radio. We're going to be learning credit. We're going to be doing everything right. And you're either going to be a part of it or you're not. You know, so, hey, this is each his own. But this is the introduction of part of the of, of the Third Letter Show, Powered by Being at Think Tank Podcast. And I just hope everybody enjoyed this little introduction. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Make sure you find me on Facebook and follow me there. Like the page. Uh, you know, we're starting. If you go there and you see only one follower, just know I'm, I'm serious when I say I'm creating all this from scratch. I'm not bringing my personal stuff into it. I'm not even, you know, none of that. Everything is starting from scratch because I want you to see that it's possible. Because if, if I do it and it blows up, that's the motivation for you who are listening to say you can do the same shit, you know. So, and we're going to learn how to do it because I don't know. It's scary. Now, six months from now, I don't want to just have 500 views, you know. So, that's another thing. So, in order for me to pull this off right, I got to grind hard too. And I got to make this, this the, the steps to make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be fun. It's an adventure. Uh, yeah. So this is the third letter show. It's volume one, episode one. Uh, like I say, you know, we got a lot more coming up. So, hey, I just want, I hope y'all enjoyed this. Uh, until next time, hold it down, man. It's the third letter show. Being that think tank, we out.